welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about City's game against Vancouver, as well as our upcoming game and the playoffs, is Nathan Halley. Hello. Our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff. Glad to be back. Welcome back. Thank you. And Patrick Stark. I'm here too. Uh, No Drew, so no elaborate song in the intro. Chris, glad to have you back. There were multiple side channel comments about how the pod is not the same without you. I enjoyed listening to it in my off time. Uh, I thought you guys were doing great. Nice to be wanted. We were doing great. Uh, City against Vancouver, not great. No, it was a a real bad game. It's been a while. Why don't you tell us about your experience watching it? I watched the first half of that game live. This was a 9.30 p.m. start. And and I hadn't been getting great sleep. So I was like, look, we're going to prioritize sleep. We're going to finish this game in the morning. I watched the first half. It was bleh, kind of nothing. Um, I woke up. If you've ever used Apple TV, there's no way to load a game without getting spoiled in Apple TV. Maybe we, Maybe you guys can correct me on that. I don't mind being spoiled, but I was watching it with Helen, my wife, who did not want to be spoiled. But I was watching it with her, so I knew the result. But I had to like pretend and present myself such that I thought maybe this could still be an interesting game so that I didn't ruin her experience of the game. That added a whole different element to the watch. I believe there is a setting that you have to change to turn off scores. It's oh. in your phone <laughs> under settings. <laughs> this is not a joke. Really? But like I was on my TV. Right. But it'll, it'll do it everywhere that your account the is. account, yes. I'll tell you about it later. But for our listeners who are trying to avoid spoilers, email us at an email address that I don't remember. stlewiscitypress at gmail.com. And someone will reply with the instructions. Yes. Or hit us up on Twitter at stlcitypress. Oh. We're happy to help you with any tech support issues you have. So I had to pretend like when City had chances, like I thought like, oh, maybe this is going to go in. But I knew it wasn't going to. It was a Did she know one. that you knew? Um, yeah, no, I think so. She will see. Was soon. she like darting <laughs> glances at your your like emotional state to see, to get like to glean some predictive information about every shot or, or what? In my head, she was. And so I was being very conscious to try to avoid revealing any sort of information. I think this might be where your anxiety is coming from, at least somewhat. Yeah, no, it's related. There definitely were. So terrible game. I don't know what it was. Like every pass we made seemed to be to the other team as opposed to our own team. That was even in the first half, 0-0. It was shocking the degree to which we were just giving the ball away. Yeah, I think our own players have openly stated that we're not a good passing team. But this was bad even for us. We did have a couple of good VAR calls, though. So it's like we finally balanced it out over a season of bad VAR calls when it no longer matters at all. Yes. Right before the playoffs, we burned all of our, our luck or our cred, whatever. We never have covered what our superstitions are. We'll save that for an off-season pod. I don't, I, one of mine is not to talk about them until the playoffs are over. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I wear my scarf every day that I watch the game. In my hot, hot spare room, I wear a scarf. I watched up to the second goal that Vancouver scored, and then it was so late, I went to sleep. But, I mean, we all can acknowledge that the game largely didn't matter for 
the team in standings and you don't want to see a team not try when it doesn't really matter when it's still a game that we're all watching, but surely they were celebrating and then they had to fly 2000 miles to Vancouver to play on that. What looked like just a not very nice pitch and uh, yeah. Artificial turf. Dingy stadium, bad lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Lunt with the start. I I mostly feel bad for Lunt. Yeah. He he played well. He nothing. He did was wrong particularly and i feel like that that is true he got hung out to dry i do think i owe a corrections and omissions where i said something (laughs) along the lines of it would be the same if we had lunt starting as berkey like overall um i would like to rescind that because there were times where i will agree he was fine but maybe he didn't have some of that magic zhuzh that that we expect from Berkey. There are also people saying that like our def- our defense wasn't as calibrated or coordinated because you didn't have your quarterback back there. I don't know that I believe that kind of stuff. I think it was mostly the turf um, was really messing with us and probably the flying across the country on short rest after a hugely emotional game that clinched. Well, that game didn't clinch, but that between that game and this, we had clinched the top seed in the, in the West. So we came out playing like a team that didn't care, and they came out playing like a team that needed to win to ensure their playoffs. So Carnell will talk a big game, as will the players, about like not paying attention to the standings. But uh, yeah, this game did not matter for us. So I also don't believe when people say that. Right. I also really don't like how there's been such a huge break. It feels like this is not great for us. Killing vibes. This is a vibe killer of a break. And I'm angry at MLS for doing it. The one time they do follow an international window. But like, you know what you should do? Schedule it so that like the season ends before that and you have a break before the play. I don't know how to do it, but that sounds even worse. It does. As I was saying it, I was like, that sounds bad, too. So I don't know what the solution continue to ignore international windows, I guess, or ignore another one in favor of. Or ignore this one in favor of another one. All right. Well, it was a bummer of a game. Do we really have anything additional to say about it? I do. Yes, I do have one thing because Chris brought up the lighting. Every time we play in a non-soccer specific stadium, I'm just like the league needs to get away from doing that. It, it's such a better experience even on TV when they're playing in a 25,000 seat stadium that's full and full of energy as opposed to a 60,000 seat stadium that's like you can tell is pretty echoey and empty don't like it makes me appreciate city park city park sponsor city park stadium of the year new stadium of the year we should talk about i think we've already talked about berkey and carnell their shoe-ins for best they should be best coach of the year i i really think it's going to not be carnell for coaches we'll see that would be a travesty What's his name? Noonan. Is it Noonan from Cincinnati? I think that also um, who's the who is the goaltender that is better than Berkey by the stats that Chris likes by one stat when you do it per 90. No, there's more than that. No, it's just the one. Apropos of nothing. Did we all see Miami get eliminated? Nate, I assumed you would be happy about that. I was, except I wasn't. <clears throat> because I believe I had um, Daniel. Daniel could be Daniel who gets goalkeeper of the year. Um, 
I was on the record as saying I thought they were going to win the treble. So I look kind of dumb. Well, to be fair, Messi was injured, missed some key games. Hasn't really showed up for the MLS games, really. I think he just hasn't been there since that, feels like. Yeah, I mean, he's old. Happens. What was the, the, he was out for muscle fatigue was the stated reason? Is that true? But then it turns out he tore a quad. It's unclear. Yeah. They're very coy with that down in South Beach. Not about anything else. Speaking of playoffs, though, who do we want to play? I think that's a more interesting conversation. There are a number of options available to us. According to Tom Timmerman, a.k.a. Tim Timmerman. Thank you. uh, The teams that we could be placing in the first round are, and there will be an eighth, ninth playoff game to determine which of these two teams we do actually play. Portland, Dallas. San Jose, Kansas City, or Minnesota. Apparently it cannot be Kansas City versus Minnesota, but any other combination is possible. This eighth, ninth game has me a little worried because the baseball playoffs, the teams that sat around waiting for the result of another game, all won because you get that you get that momentum build up. Do we know the turnaround time from the eighth, ninth game to the game they'd be playing us? Well, no, because we don't know when our game is. There's like a four-day window during which our game could possibly fall. Probably, I think it would be less than a week. Okay, it needs to be less than a week to punish those two teams. I personally would like to see us play Kansas City, but I know I think I'm alone there. It would be difficult if we lost, hypothetically, it would be tragic if we lost to Kansas City. So I would rather, you know, not risk the embarrassment of losing to Kansas City. So you're protecting your emotions from a worst case scenario. Yes. That's called minimizing maximum regret. That's a a decision making framework that I learned during business school that my wife hates. But but it's a valid way to think about decisions. You want to minimize the maximum regret you might face. Is there a maximizing the minimum amount of regret you would face? I think that would be... That would be really bad, right? Maybe Portland or Minnesota. Portland is like good, though. Well, right. But so you would have the least regret. I see. Right. Why would you want to maximize that? I don't think you would. That is not <laughs> decision making theory that you learn in business school. Okay. Just to be clear. What, what are the other decision making theories that could be useful in selecting from these? You teams? know, like expected value. You just aim for like the best expected value. Right. Like. But is value determined by like joy divided by regret or something like that or joy minus regret also how is this quantified value would be making it to the next round of the playoffs okay okay we can look at the betting markets and say which of these teams do we think we have the best chance of beating and like let's say that's kansas city then expected value would say like okay you want to play kansas city but minimizing maximum regret like losing to kansas city would be way worse than losing to portland so we want to just avoid that at all costs. That seems like a boring way to live your life. Is this why like it could take like a long time hypothetically to buy a pair of pants because you're trying to minimize pant regret yeah. as opposed to maximizing <laughs> pant enjoyment? Look, there's also an element of like uh, satisficing. Are we familiar with the term satisfy? Look, we don't need this. Is not no, this no. I want to know think. what satisficing is, though. Yes, our listeners are craving this content. Yes. What is satisficing in the context of a team? Let's say you're Carnell and you're trying to choose like the absolute 
perfect lineup for a given game. It's like, do you spend all your waking hours trying to figure out the exact right, like hyper optimal lineup? Or do you be like, oh, no, that's a good enough lineup. Done. Oh, I'm definitely in the latter category. I, I think, think you and dad healthy. are in the former category. Right. No, I think it's more healthy. Interesting. So, I don't know which Carnell is in. How much but time less professional as a professional football coach, soccer coach <laughs> to say, oh, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, no, sometimes Cocktail you appreciate, napkin. exactly. Sometimes you appreciate the effort behind the hyper-optimization. But like, let's say you're choosing a pair of pants, maybe not appropriate. I think Lutz is a hyper-optimizer. I also believe that Lutz was at the uh, men's national team yesterday. It's kind of a Vancouver of a game. So I, I, I would like Kansas City, although that could potentially lead to a lot of Kansas City. Um Six games in barring Kansas City, I think I agree. Minnesota, although they've all those teams have played us well, they have. Yeah, maybe not I, San I, Jose. A, What's our record against San Jose? But do we want? I mean, maybe we're fine with a travel. That's just a long travel. Yeah, we beat San Jose twice, so maybe San Jose is the best option. Plus, would we consider going to the Bay Area? I would consider. I would too. All right. We could hang out with Josh. We could get some ramen. Would you consider going to Kansas City? No. Yes. That is a much closer (laughs) trip, just just so we're clear, in case your geography skills were. They're roughly equidistant for Chris, I think, you know, percentage-wise. That's true. Yeah, I've just more recently been to Kansas City. I I could also be considered going to Minnesota, I would not, under any circumstances, go to Frisco, Texas. I guess given the circumstances, we actually are okay with a long travel because it's the other team that's going to have to travel twice. They're going to have to come into City Park. Ah, yes, that is strategizing. Hmm. Only if we win one and lose one. Why don't we just win two and be done with it? Sure, then that's fine. That's great. Do you think that's the team's plan? To win two and be done with it? Yeah. I, I would hope so. It would certainly save me between $100 and $200. But you miss out on that extra day of City right. Park experience. How do we feel as fans? As fans, would we like a game three at City Park? No. I would be satisfied with two games. <laughs> <laughs> Did I use that correctly? We are minimizing the maximum regret by saying no. <laughs> we would like it to be one and two. I've that clearly done true. a very poor job of explaining either of these two terms. <laughs> No, 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 no. It feels like maximum regret would be losing at home in game three. That would be maximum regret to Kansas City. Actually, would maximum (laughs) regret be getting swept so you don't even get to see them twice and enjoy the ambiance of City Park Mm. a second time? Getting swept by Kansas City. Maybe is this like that Nash equilibrium theorem? No, no. Um, Okay. Best, best outcome. We play San Jose, we beat them here, we beat them away, we're done. I mean, just to – Dallas is very hard to beat, especially lately. So I think we can agree all that we don't want to play Dallas for, for a, a multitude of reasons because Frisco, Texas is like a gaping hell mouth and nobody's going to go there and it's just not a good tactical matchup. I don't think San Jose is a good tactical matchup. but Who, we've also who would beaten, you say is our twice. best tactical matchup? Right, I mean, like of this as list. our stats man. Um, probably Austin. If we could play Austin, <laughs> it's not on the table. <laughs> it's but, the dream, right? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, if, it feels like the answer is Kansas City. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trying to think of any reason why that wouldn't be the case, but no. You know what? Whoever it is, we will watch the games. I would like to draw some attention to a statistical anomaly in the East. If you look at the standings, DC currently above the playoff line, but eliminated. Yes. <laughs> For like the past oh week. Uh-huh. I don't understand how that's mathematically possible. There is always a team below them that are playing each other such oh, that the one of them will have even if win. they tie, they'll go ahead. Wow. I think it's Chicago and NYCFC. Well, yeah. Well, I think it's Chicago and NYCFC that play each other on the final day. And whoever gets, I mean, a draw would put Chicago above and they would be in the playoffs and a win would put NYCFC. I think that's it. Well, that's a fun stat if you're not in D.C., if you're not. Well, Wayne Rooney doesn't care anymore, right? That's true. Sort of the same thing with Minnesota and Sporting Kansas City. They play each other, and if one of those teams wins, they'll do themselves a big favor uh, and put themselves like three spots up in the playoff contention, potentially. All right. Well, before we get to the playoffs, we have another, is meaningless too strong a word? We have another no, it's meaningful like, because we will be there. And we're trying to minimize our maximum regret. I'm actually not going to be there. So, Oh, I will be there. First Did we ever we figure out what we're doing with those last two tickets? We'll figure it out. If Chris, Maybe Chris is going to fly into town. Chris, you want to fly uh, in for I'm a meaningless Seattle not. game? I am absolutely not. Uh, but I think we do want to win because we want to secure home field advantage against Philadelphia and potentially Columbus in a possible... MLS Cup final match. And I think we also still have the expansion team record. It's true. Points record up for grabs if we win. So not meaningless. Plus you want that you want that hot momentum going into the playoffs. Mm. I think that's yeah, I think you got to start Berkey. Oh yeah. You got to play Berkey this will start. Like it I don't see them doing that. I don't <laughs> You don't think Berkey starts? But why did they play Lunt in the last game if they're going to play Berkey in this one? Because it was four days rest, and that would be the only game to start Lunt. Like, they've said, this is the only game you start Lunt. Right. It's not at home. You're not trying trying to build up that momentum. Four days rest for a goalkeeper doesn't matter. I don't think that's a legit argument. I can see how you maybe, I don't know, did Berkey travel with the team? But they want to win this game. He did travel. He was on the bench. That one was less important. This one is more important. They've said that the points record, I think, is important to them. Okay. So I think they're going to start pretty darn right, close well, I to would their best. I prefer he play. I just seems like a missed opportunity to secure the points record against a, you know, a weaker on paper Vancouver team. I guess it is a long road game and fair enough. Do we know how much this game matters for Seattle? Is their position on the table at stake? I believe every position besides St. Louis and LAFC is still at stake. So they may be hungrier. They could drop down to fourth or fifth with a loss, possibly. It had to be a big loss to go to. No, yeah, they no, could, they could win, go to fifth. So yeah. They could go to fifth. They have not yet secured home field in the playoffs. Still a wide open round. table. Wide open. It'd be an exciting decision day. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, do we have anything exciting for everyone else? Not so much for us. So we should just watch all the other games to find out who we're going to play. Well, I'll be at the stadium. 
And we actually won't know who we play anyway because there's the play in. True. But we know which two teams. What do we expect out of the Seattle game? In what what's the framework? How have we played them previously? Badly. How do we feel like we match up? It was a long time ago, though. It was a really long time ago. It was ago. a long time ago in Seattle. We played a good 60 minutes against them and a terrible 30 minutes against them. Our team is, it feels like we make better substitutions now. Some of that's like we have some options that we didn't at the time. But, you know, that 60-minute switch now is often good for us in a way where at the beginning of the season, a lot of times it did not feel good for us. We are a little deeper now. Seattle likes to control possession. Uh, they pass a lot. Uh, they have one of the best defenses in the league. And in our last matchup, they controlled the game uh, and were press resistant for the most part. And I think we're a much better team than we were the last time we played them. But if we're going to have any chance of a deep playoff run, we need to like use this as a like a real test of our ability to to press with purpose and and put off other teams game plans who like to play like this. Cause we'll see more teams like this as we go deeper in the playoffs. You might see this team again. We also play a lot better at home. I'm hopeful like to Chris's point, we are going to need to show up against really good teams. If we are to win the cup, make a deep playoff run. So I'm excited to see us try to show up and play against, you know, a good team which Seattle, I think, inarguably is. Yeah, it should be a good game. I'm excited to be there. Pretty good. Do you want to make some score predictions now? Well, before that, assuming general health uh, of all possible players on the roster, or what's our strongest lineup that we want to start up our first playoff game with? I think whatever that is, we run it out today, or, or sorry, not today, uh, next game, and and let them build relationships what is that lineup what do you think do we have an injury update on alm alm would be in mine but i think since he's been out so long he probably doesn't start regardless yeah Yeah, he's probably not 90 minutes but it sounded like he was practicing with the team still i probably go with the lineup that we played against kansas city no nico i liked him subbing in so berkey arcanic coconut parker nelson parker Right back, I don't know. I could go Nerwinski or Watts. Nerwinski's been good. Yeah, I think Nerwinski has just played really well. He has been. He he has been. I think it's hard to sit him right now. Blom Leuven, definitely. Oof. Indy Stroud. I like I like what's what I've seen happening recently, where you run Indy out to and and he just goes up and down the pitch, and he he's very direct, and he's he gives people a hard time. He messes with defenders and then he, you know, burns himself out and he gets subbed. But I think the, the mileage he puts in tires defenders out. And then you bring in someone, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's uh, Nico, maybe it's Nico who comes in for him or something like that. And it just, it changes things and it's unpredictable and it's, it's hard to get, you know, to change speeds for the defenders and it, it can work. I think Jackson would play better against, yeah, a tired out defense. Yeah. I think you put Jackson in over Stroud. Wait, Nathan, you're saying start Jackson. Phil, you're saying sub Jackson. I'm not saying anything. Oh. I, that is what I was that is what I was referring to, but I don't have a strong take on 
I, I think Stroud fits that role where you bring him on and he just, you know, he brings the energy in the chaos late in the game against tired legs. Jackson seems like a guy who takes a few minutes to get into a game and then finds a groove somewhere in the, you know, you know, after 15 minutes or so, but bringing him on just for the end of a match, I'd have to figure out if that's been effective for him. I know he, he got like, he made some really key contributions late in the last game though against Kansas City I think it's all blurring together it is Sam and Klaus Sam and Klaus up top okay anyone willing to argue something else get Nico Klaus back out there or we think you know Sam's in that spot I think he has I really liked the energy Nico brought in and he was crucial like he some of the you know the pass before the pass stuff he was he was very crucial that game is still the i view that as the last game we played i've like wiped the vancouver game out Mm -hmm. of my mind i I think sometimes we fall into this trap or at least i know i do where a player comes on as a sub and plays well and so we're like oh he should start the next game without being like actually he played really well in that role and maybe he hasn't earned a starting position but should be again brought in for specific matchups a specific time in a game that's how i feel about nico all right uh seattle danger men they've got them yep do they jordan morris, morris leo chu yeah Le- rui leo diaz rui diaz rui diaz working is he uh is he up i thought he was injured but maybe he's back now they're a team of they're a danger team what their coach would probably say. You know, interestingly, they also Seattle's last game was also against Vancouver and they drew nil nil. So we both our last games were against Vancouver. And they did better. Yeah. They haven't lost in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Ooh, that's not a stat we won here. They were at home, if that means anything. That to is you. true. But that's like very close to Vancouver. On the MLS injury report, which we've all acknowledged is terrible, uh, Rui Diaz is listed as questionable for back pain, but that's a week ago. Hard to say. Uh, but yeah, Jordan. We Morris, have another week until this Leo game. Chu. Yeah. Okay. Let's make some score predictions and then talk a little bit about the international break, maybe. Patrick. Sorry, I zoned out. What am I doing? Play uh, score predictions? Yes. 2 0 St. Louis City. I'm going to go. 2-1 St. Louis City. I think we're going to smash and grab a 3-2 win at the end, uh, maybe in stoppage time. Ooh, I, I like it when we get detailed. To goal. Something that was arguably not on purpose, it's going to just dribble in over the line and then we're going to just leave the stadium. Love it. I'll go 3-1, I guess, since a number of my choices were already taken. The problem with going last. When did we decide that we couldn't Multiple people have the same score. Is I don't that, know. Is that an official podcast rule? It's hard to say. We'll address it in the offseason. It's been grandfathered in, I think, at this point. You know, it's just tradition. Did we talk about the score prediction? Nate, you've predicted 4-0. I predicted 4-1. Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. It just felt so bad. Because if it, if it was 4-1 where, like, you know, it was 2-1 and then 4-1, I would have felt good about my score prediction. But with it being 4-0 and then they get that, like I felt really bad about that score prediction. Anyway, I'm still hung up on it. That is in reference to the Kansas City game yeah, and the sorry. garbage time goal by Kansas City in a walk-off that made it 4-1 instead of 4-0. Yeah. 
Yeah. Regret. But did you win a signed jersey? I did not. You know, that so. would have definitely counteracted. But And I did put it in the app. So just not, not my day. All right. Uh, we are on an international break. We're still a week out from playing Seattle. Some of our players are, are busy during this break. Uh, Blom getting the cap. Man of the match. Against. Representing South Africa. Yeah. Which country, Nate? Eswatini. Yes. The famed football powerhouse Eswatini, currently ranked like 150th in the world. Population of 1.2 million, so similar to the county in which I currently reside. would be like if we formed a national team and then tied South Africa 0-0. It's good to see Blom get an international start. Yeah, and in a 0-0 tie, like, you don't, you're not going to expect, especially on the international stage, for him to score a goal. I know he has scored a goal, and it was beautiful, but... So a 0-0 tie suits a Blom, I feel like. It's like the only time a defensive midfielder is, you know, eligible for man of the match is in a nil-nil draw, you know, right. without a lot of shots that the goalkeeper had to save, you know. Yeah, so so good for him. Uh, other news, Indy getting the call-up for the Olympic team. Yes, much younger than I thought he was. What age did you think he was? He's, I believe, 22. Is that accurate? I thought he was like 26. Because he's been around. Like he's been to he's been a, to a lot of places. He's got a great beard for a twenty two year old. That's all I'm saying. He does. Yeah, Phil, you had a stat about his game. He was the only player that didn't play. Oh, no, that was not me. That was not me. Oh. Sorry, someone else. <laughs> oh, is that? Yes, I, I believe right. I heard he was the only player who did not get on on the pitch. So, oh. but there's another game coming up. Hopefully, they were saving him for that one. Yeah. Go, Indy. I listened to his city voice podcast yeah. yesterday he's just a he's just he's a, a good guy i like him how do we think like him. they get um you know the big names i believe they are the official podcast of st louis city and so uh, they are contractually obligated to appear on it the players yeah we should talk to the team about next year maybe we could take over that role i can't imagine anyone would think that's a good idea no not that even us. Got a, that guy's got a good accent he does uh as you may all know i have been working on several accents none of which are good a yes. south african accent your fault for bringing it up phil and patrick <laughs> i blame you for whatever is about to happen uh, at work i've been working on a southern accent that was described as civil warian so um you know <laughs> yeah Working through some things. Are those games televised? Can we watch it? The first one was definitely not. The second one, perhaps there may be. There was like no streaming service of any kind for the first game. The second one, there may be. I'm not sure. Where are they playing? Can we just go show up? I want to say it's in the Southwest. All right. Arizona or New Mexico. But desert. I... Whenever they said it sounded like a desert. Well, I hope we, I hope he gets on the pitch. I think that he's got things to contribute at the national level. And this is the start of something. What are the rules for Olympic soccer team? Under 23. Do they allow like a couple? But yeah, like three players can be over. Got it. 
So we'll see where he ends up falling, but it's still, still, it's exciting. It's a good experience for sure. Yeah. No. One of this podcast stated goals is for Indy to get national exposure and opportunities. And it's probably us and the, the city voice helping to build his, yep. his image. So should we get into... I see, I see, I see. <laughs> that foghorn leghorn? Yeah. It becomes kind of foghorn leghorny. Okay. So despite that, I guess we're going to throw to Nate for a Wednesday minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, still a soccer team. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. They, they're they trying... Well, no, sorry, before you start, Patrick, can we get a, can we get a tight clock on this? Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to actually cut 15 seconds without Nathan knowing <laughs> and go. Yeah. So they fired uh, Cisco thong song uh, after going winless in 10 games to start the season. They brought in a German. Uh, Rur? It's unclear how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, I don't know why anyone would take this job. Uh, the chairman is on the record as saying, because the fans made him mad, he's not going to put any more money into the team. So, it's a real cluster. They're definitely going to get relegated again. Um, but hope springs eternal new Ernie. manager. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how they go. Uh, they're on the international break. Uh, so excited. Their last game with an interim manager, zero, zero draw. So, you know, giving me nothing but boring soccer. 15. All right. We'll stop it. If with 15 left, Told me you were going to take, maybe they'll points. get that new coach bump. Yeah, I can't imagine a lot of Wednesday players actually are called up for international duty at any country. Uh, I believe they have someone who was called up for Jamaica. Okay. Deshaun Bernard was called up for Jamaica and had a 4-1 win um, in their match against someone in the CONCACAF Nations League. All right. Well, there's your Wednesday minute. Uh opposite end of the emotional spectrum from st louis city this season it's where i like to be with sheffield wednesday i'm more comfortable there granada are we just naming that's who jamaica beat (laughs) (laughs) eswatini all right i guess i'm excited to watch the seattle game i'm excited to see who city is going to play in the playoffs Uh, i think we will obviously i guess after the play-in game record a pod to look forward to hell yeah play sounds like a sounds like a plan fellers and we're gonna get real real excited manic we're gonna bring that energy to our playoff pods yeah that's a promise a guarantee take it to the bank we will bring early season energy to late season pods all right i look forward to it let's go city talk to you guys later Hello, that was St. Louis City Press, International Friendly Ghost City.